Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode, uh, I want to say episode 38 of the uh, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I am uh, T.C. Fontaine, joined by Malik Ricks and my guy, Reed Havoc, man. Yes, the, the third member of this Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. He doesn't get to be here all the time because he's a very busy man. But when he is, he's here. He has his own podcast, too, so you can keep up with him every week called uh, The Havoc Hour, right? Yes, sir. I be shouting y'all out too, so you know I make sure y'all get y'all y'all shine too. Hey, we love, we love, we we we're a team, we family, brother. Hey, man, uh, man, another uh, another week of quarantine. Uh, starting to lose my mind. It's finals week too, man. I got I got hella stuff to do before Friday, mainly before Thursday, to be honest with you. So like, y'all I'm out here going through it. You stressing? Uh, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. I got, I got like a paper. I got a paper due. I got a scene to do. I got two tests. So yeah, are you doing the scene by yourself? Like you have to like just like is it like a monologue or are you gotta hook up with people? No, nah, it's just a monologue. Like before, it was a it was a scene, like me and another person. But since we ain't in class and we just doing a monologue, but it's uh, yeah, I'm. When when this week is over, I can't wait. <laughs> hey, how what's up with y'all though, man? Man, I'm I'm just working, man. I'm, I'm finding different photos used to do. Like I just showed y'all, I got a new camera. I just seen how much the lens I would need to like really get rid of my other camera. Uh, so I'm kind of excited about that too now. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just working, staying busy, man. Same, man. Staying like, out I'm the, just living that. Essential life out here. Hey, yeah, bro. Oh man, <laughs> it's nutty. I mean, it's quiet now. Like it's starting to die down from all this crazy stuff. So it's getting back to normal. But that's what, just, that's what I like know, to hear. Yeah, yeah, man. Like I, a lot of us, you know, the news like to blow shit up, but like we, we, we cool. You know, just that and getting my content on my page and stuff like that. So these, Corona is losing its buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they just and everybody want to get back just just the life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, feel, yeah. And we still, I think, I think we still need to take some sort of precaution. It's just like people just like throwing all sort of precaution out the window. You can't really do that. Like it's kind of extreme, but like I mean, kind of easing into it. You know what I'm saying? Like I could say one thing: my family has not quarantined at all, and I'm not talking about the family I live with. I'm just talking about my family in general. They still having parties, like they still doing all type of stuff. And luckily, nobody has gotten sick. I can't say that hey. nobody's gotten sick, but, but yeah, they you know they live. I'll be telling people, man, don't don't post no GoFundMe's. You told me the same side. My auntie said, "Well, if I'm gonna catch it, at least I catch it for my family." I was like, "What? All right, I'll see y'all later. You shouldn't want to catch it at all." Like, yeah. <laughs> That's nutty. It's like I see y'all later. <laughs> hey man, uh, hey, we, this is another week of wrestling. You know, at least we still got that. Like, you know, they talking. Uh, I think we get more traction. I think we we a little bit on the uh, on the positive side of the NBA coming back. Oh, there the dogs right there. Uh, <laughs> we on the uh, more on the positive side of the of the NBA possibly coming back. So hopefully. Because uh, I miss basketball. I miss watching my Lakers. You know, we were supposed to win it all. Like, hopefully, you know, the the WNBA could start so so the Aces can win it all. 
and you know the baseball, you know the baseball season started. Dodgers win it all. Like, you know, all my teams were supposed to win it, and now, uh, yes, yeah, this whole COVID shit, man. I, I, hey, man. I'm not a fan of it. We got the Raiders. I'm excited for us having the Raiders, man. Oh, they ain't winning the damn thing. I finally have a football team that I can uh, root for. And uh yes, I know it's gonna take some time. We're gonna we, they they struggled for some years, but uh I'm happy Las decades. Vegas has this team. struggled for some decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Hey, you're man, right. Hey, I've seen the Raiders sign my boy uh Prince of Mukamara though. So yeah, that, that's somebody from my home team on the on the on the team here. So I might have to I might have to wrap them a little bit. Yeah, but everybody gets better when they get to Vegas. So I'm I'm just throwing that out there. Who Knights? Well, they they did their thing their first season, even though we lost. Forget I, I hate the Capitals to this day. I cannot stand y'all. I hope y'all franchise die. The other Washington beat the Aces. I can't stand y'all. I hope y'all franchise die. Ooh, they did beat us, huh? Yes, yes, bro. So Aces. I think Aces give us the most hope right now because UNLV has not did nothing in forever. Like it's been like fifty years. We oh man, waiting on them to win a championship is like waiting on Jesus to come back, bro. Like, they, they, they coming up in basketball though. I, I give them that. I think they, I think they're gonna we, do we good. just lost our best player to Oregon. For real, oh, Dan, that's tough. He, he went to Oregon. <laughs> he left us, bro. I mean, you can't blame him going to Oregon though. Come on, bro. I, I can't. That's true. That's true. Good, you're good. No shout out to, to Dana Altman at Oregon, man. He used to coach at Creighton back in the day. Shout out to my guy. Hey, man, uh, <laughs> another another week of, like I said, man, we got another week of wrestling. We we here, man. We, you know, that's keeping us going. So uh, if you if you haven't heard the news, man, uh, I man, it's heartwarming. Uh, probably the most heartwarming uh, news uh in wrestling man uh the iconics are back so uh <laughs> <laughs> i swear uh it also uh congratulations to live. <laughs> i think somebody was hurt i'm not sure uh also congratulations are in order for uh seth rollins and becky lynch or should i say becky hey. lynch and seth rollins uh she's no. not the man no more she's the mom Hey, the the mom has become the mom, or the, <laughs> the, the mom. Uh, so, yeah, big big congrats to them, man. Uh, Becky Lynch uh, has relinquished the uh, Raw Women's Championship, and uh, therefore, the winner of the Women's Money in the Bank. We're gonna talk about that here. Is now the Raw Women's Champion. Shout out to Oscar. So, uh, hey. let me just run this down, man. Uh, Shout Asuka, out to Oskito. Oscar is. Thanks. Officially the most decorated woman in probably wrestling history. She's won everything there is to have won in the WWE, uh, except the NXT Women's, excuse me, the NXT UK Women's Championship, uh, the Grand Slam winner, uh, Money in the Bank, and Royal Rumble. And she is the only one to do that. Nobody else, nobody else can say that. Uh, the only men that can say that are Edge and Randy Orton. So... Uh, shoot, they ain't uh, went down to no NXT. Nope. I mean, they were there before NXT, but I mean, they, like I'm talking about Grand Slam. Like they won a Grand Slam. That's all. That's all I'm call, talking about. Like. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, shout out to WWE for that, man. When I remember when Oscar first went up to the main roster, I hated what she was doing. But as time went on, 
with them giving her all of this, like I think it's I think she's one of the few people who has had a better uh we can say career on the main roster than NXT. Like they really has backed her, they put the company back behind her. Um, I really want to know what they're gonna do with her and Kyrie saying because it's they're still a tag team champ. No, it's uh no. No, it's 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 uh yeah. And hey, Malik don't Let's watch cross. the Let's cross applesauce, my fault. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested in what they're gonna do with Kyrie, Kyrie saying. But shout out to Oscar, man, you deserve it. Well, that was definitely so. Uh, next up in the in the Grand Slam, uh, will eventually be Sasha Banks. Hopefully soon. Don't know when, but you know she. I mean. If, it's really just her. Like nobody else is really close besides Charlie. Like I, I highly she doubt she win the tag titles. So she got to turn on Bailey first, whenever that is. Whenever like, they dragging it out, bro. Like, they dragging. The year three thousand. Jonas, oh, brother. Hey, but uh, but uh, I, I did see a post from Sasha on Friday after Smack. I think it was Friday after SmackDown. Or might have been, might have been during Money in the Bank. Um. It's a picture of, like Sasha and Bailey, and there's like the the women's championship, and like Sasha's like the caption just say that's mine. And, like, we know she's talking about the belt, so just a matter of time. So yeah, I believe when I see it. Speaking of money in the bank, man, let's uh let's run it down. Let's uh let's go through this here. Uh, we're gonna give you know just give some grades out, just give a an opinion on the match, and uh, we can move on. Um, first off, you know. Um, Anybody else watch the pre-show? I watched the pre-show. I watched all the pre-show. I wasn't, I wasn't even home. Uh, Jeff Hardy I, versus Cesaro. Oh, I got to go back and watch that. I heard, I heard that was good. It was very good. Uh, got a lot of time. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. It's good to see Jeff back, he, you know, looking better than ever. Uh, Cesaro could have a, a good match with a with a spoon if he wanted to. So, Facts. I'm a, since, since I'm the only one that watched the match, I'm not going to grade it. So I'm just saying it was great. In my opinion, it was great. Go ahead and watch it. It was dope. Shout out to Jeff Hardy. Shout out to Cesaro. Uh, yes, opening up the main show, however, uh, we got a federal four-way tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, the New Day put their titles on the line against the Forgotten Sons, Miz and Morrison, and the Lucha House Party. Uh, my guy, Grand Metal Leak, out there looking like Hooven 2 Guerrero. Uh, <laughs> the New Day uh, retained the titles. Uh, and uh, continue on their run as probably the greatest tag team of all time. Um, what do yeah. you guys think of this match, man? And what did you get a grade for it? I love this match. Uh, no disrespect to the Forgotten Sons, but we didn't need y'all in this match. Y'all could have stayed on, stayed where y'all quarantined. We didn't need them. But besides that, this is a great match. The Lucha House Party deserves more respect. Even though they begin a lot of time, uh, the new day is the new day, of course. Miz and Morrison, it was a great match. I'm sorry to interrupt real quick, but I'm watching backstage and they got a they got Ricky Steamboat on here, and he's just like showing off like he got a bunch of like framed photos and stuff on the wall, but like his, his internet connection kind of bad, so you just can't see it. <laughs> you can't see nothing he is showing right now, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's hey, my bad. Go, go ahead, Reed. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, uh, I kind of, 
I'm a lot of the same because um, I, I like Forgotten Sons, and I think I kind of feel like, you know, with the whole multi-man thing, they kind of feel like the fourth wheel almost because, you know, they're solid tag teams. So if you're going to bring them up, you know, don't just bring them in to, like, just be fodder for one of these matches. But, you know, other than that, you know, it's more of the same. It's what we expect. You know, New Day is always going to bring it. Miz and Morrison got perfect chemistry. And then, you know, Lucha House Party, they, they do need some more respect because they're underrated as a tag team. And I feel like now, with the way they're putting more emphasis on tag teams right now, they're getting more shiny. You can take them more seriously. So, you know, this was just another step in the right direction for them. I think, you know, New Day, they hold the titles for a while, have some solid matches with all these guys, kind of build a division back up. And, you know, with the the main event, that should spice things up a little bit, too, in the division. But I'll give it a B, easily. Yeah, I'm going to give it a B. Uh, I thought everybody, you know, looked good. It was a decent little showcase. Uh, New Day winning was the right call. What I do want to see is uh, the New Day versus the Lucha House Party. Like, I think they can have some really, really good matches, Um, especially when uh, Xavier Woods comes back. Uh, I I think they can really get something going if you have, uh, you know, New Day just having Woods and Kofi versus Lucha House Party, you know, let them have some matches do some things. Uh, they, I think, you know, all those guys are very, very athletic. Uh, and they put on a show, man. Um, it was a little spot with, uh, I want to say it was Lince Dorado. It might have been Grand Metal League and, uh, and Big E, which I was just like, man, I've I got to see these guys have a match. So uh, hopefully, um, you know, they might have a match, you know, this week. I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 I love that. But uh, let's not forget. Kofi needs his rematch. He do. He do. I'm still upset with that. He needs his rematch. In, in due time. Like, I, I don't think they forgot just because they were going to, you know, they had the little run-in with Brock at the Rumble. They, you know, they they referenced it. They they ain't forgot. But, you know, Brock was a champion. I, I just got to keep them on their toes. I got to keep them on their toes. He needs his rematch before Brock gets a rematch at anything. Kofi needs his. I, I agree. I agree. But let's let's give it some time, man. You know, Wood, Woods got hurt like around the time. I think he was hurt around the time um, the Kofi and Brock stuff went down. I think it was yeah, just so. before that. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, yo, Kofi had to go back to the tag division a little bit. So once Woods comes back, I, I can see them, you know, finding a way. You know, not instantly. I don't think you know we should get our hopes up and think like soon as Woods comes back, here come Kofi yeah. in the title. Scene, I but, did, I, I just want to make sure they hear us, you know. Yeah, we, but, but we nah, ain't forgot. Uh, uh, they know. They know. When Woods comes back, I want to get back on hashtag Woods US champ. That's what I want. I'm just Ooh. throwing that out there. Hashtag I want them Woods, to hold US every championship on SmackDown. Facts. Even a women's title, like let them hold the women's Whoa. title. Whoa. <laughs> what? I want them to hold every single championship just this? to say that. TNA? Eric, Eric Young was the uh, women's tag team champion. TNA. I was just I think, thinking about that yeah, earlier, yeah. how stupid that was. Like, why? I mean, Santino Morello won the, the women's Royal Rumble. We don't. He, he won a battle royal WrestleMania that don't matter. He didn't win a championship. We, we don't recognize that match. <laughs> we don't. Hey, let's move on, though, man. Uh, Good tag team match. Uh, next up, uh, R-Truth and uh, MVP were scheduled for a match, and then Bobby Lashley comes down and is like, you know, hey, hey Montel, I got it, bro. Like, hey, you know, don't worry. You tell MVP that he got a night off. He's not going to turn it down. He went back to the locker room. Uh, 
we get Bobby Lashley and R Truth, and uh, Bobby Lashley just you know continues to to look like a, a Stone Cold killer, and uh, I, I enjoy it. You know, this is how he probably should have been booked two years ago when he first made his debut, but or his re debut rather. But better late than never. Um, you know, looks like you know looks like they might be putting the, the rocket on him. You know, especially uh, you know, with the uh, events of this past Monday night, looks like. Uh, we got the beatdown clan, you know, possibly coming back together with, with Bobby Lashley and MVP. You know, go go I'm back and watch this it. stuff in TNA if you haven't. I'm, I'm not mad at it, man. MVP, uh, I think Good. he's perfect for Bobby Lashley. And uh, Lana acting is terrible. Oh, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> and she wants to break out in Hollywood. I think she needs some work. I mean, to break out she, in Hollywood. Yeah, she reminds me of like a, I, it's like a Vicky Guerrero type where she just screaming. Oh. But like, at least Vicky did it in a way. It was like a Vicky had that. Yeah, Vicky had that Karen energy, you know, that she brought to yeah. it. So it, it worked. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what she's trying to like do because it's like a whole bunch of unnecessary screaming. Like, what? Why are you hollering? Ain't nobody even here. It's just us. Yo, but what really bugged me out, especially like last night on Raw, she's screaming and you see her veins popping out of her shoulders like, no, no, stop. Stop <laughs> what you're doing. Please. Hey, but, uh, with your husband right now. Right. Oh, he's probably, he probably happy to get her out if she's yelling all the time. <laughs> or she might yell around the crib a lot, baby. Ruth, Ruth has probably like, oh, oh she, she's gone. She went to work. What the hell I can see it. I have time to sit around the house and just be alone. Shout out to uh, shout out to my guy. Yeah. What's uh I don't know what Otis is doing at Renee Young's house, but yeah, uh it's odd. Wait, uh, <laughs> wait what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't I don't I I don't think that's her house because it can't be. Oh, okay. So usually she had, usually she at the crib, like usually she at the crib doing the show, but like her Otis is like in a studio right now, just like on the show. Hey man, uh, but yeah, Bobby Lashley, our truth. Uh, I don't think we you know necessarily get it so great because it was it was like two minutes long. Um but our truth I love our truth. Uh, and our truth also uh, signaled that he wants to challenge Tom Brady for the twenty four seven championship as well. So I, I want that to happen so bad. There's me being a Patriots fan, like the Patriots fan, and he wants to see it so bad. I, I, I gotta say something. I don't know what specifically it needs to be, but they need to create some kind of special award and give it to my man our truth. Cause I I don't he's just so natural at doing this. Nothing he does not give bad content, no matter what it is they give him to do. My man can put on a rubber chicken suit and he will make that so entertaining. Like they need to give him something, some lifetime award. Let let our truth win the Andre next year. Yeah, you know, he, he, he could do something that. with that. Like if he were to win the Andre, like he could yeah. do something with that. And it's and it's kind of just an irrelevant accolade that it, you know it don't really matter. That's facts. It doesn't mean nothing. Anymore. But he can make it do some. He can make it matter. Like, right. Yeah. Shout out to Archie, man. You said what now? I said it, it's just there. The battle royal is just there. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. just to get everybody on the show. It, it it does what it does. 
But yeah, let's yeah. let's get our truth. Let's let's start that campaign up right now. Let's get our truth to win the Dre next year. Facts. Our truth. <laughs> truth. <laughs> truth for Dre. <laughs> Hey man, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, Bailey put her title on the line versus Tamina. Nobody meaner. Uh, I, I thought it was good. I, me personally, I thought it was better than it was gonna be. Uh, you know, Bailey got a really good match out of out of Tamina. Uh, it's probably Tamina's best match ever, and uh, I'm gonna give it a B. You know. Not too much going on, you know. We still don't get the the turn from Sasha Banks, but in due time, uh, what would you guys uh, get a rating for it? And uh, what do you guys think about it? I'm definitely giving it a B. I mean, I I'm finally y'all actually you know, putting Tamina out there to actually see what she can do, and you know, in a long a long match. <laughs> <Come> on, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my bad. Oh man, you struggling over there, bro. Nah. Anyway, <laughs> I want my old place to get so bad. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> oh man, I can't do it. Help! Oh man, hey. so I like feel for you, I feel for you. Bro. Dog started barking like nobody got like y'all didn't see this man, but like the league just like just started yelling, just screaming at. <laughs> Like we said, be patient with me. Give me some time. We gonna yeah. be back. We gonna be back, back in our own spot. Back at back at the YK headquarters. <laughs> we we gonna be back. I feel you. Continue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad to see that you know Tamina finally you know getting some airtime, finally getting some significant matches, so you can see. Because, I mean, when, when she first started, when she broke in there, when the, the Usos were, like, you know, wearing their, their, their sweats and their kangles and everything like that, like, you could see she was a great wrestler and everything like that, you know, being, you know, Nimi Snooker's daughter. So she it's in her blood, so she knows what she's doing. But, you know, we haven't been seeing her. Now it's like, okay, you know what she can do, and this is good, you know, holding over until we finally get the turn. Lord only knows, 3,020. At this point in time, because I mean I, I don't know, but yeah, it, it was solid. I'll give it a B, definitely. Do you think yeah, they you would know. put a title on Tamina rather than just a regular title or the women's tag team title? Maybe tag. I went. I went. I see her tag with Naomi again. If they if they would invest in it, if they're gonna go all in with it, yes. If they were to do like what they did with Iconics when they gave them titles and. You never saw them, nothing, meaning they would lose every time they after they won the belts, then it's just a waste of time. If they're going to do it, they got to do it all in because that could work. Like if they won tag titles, if she and Naomi won tag titles, that could work. But you got to go all in on it. Definitely. I mean, they're not doing nothing else. You know, Tamina, like, like I said, is Tamina's, you know, best match ever. You know, she got, you know, one high album every 10 year average. So. <laughs> Crazy. You know, so they no fans for them to like really push Tamina. I mean, uh, I mean, it's, it was gonna sound the same regardless. So. That's crazy. I love Tamina though, so I'm not. Like, I, ain't, I ain't even trying to be rude, but let's move on because you know white dudes. Hey, yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, what, what grade you give him, Malik? I don't think you gave a grade. 
I'd give it a B, you know. Uh, it, I wasn't like, you know, overly, overly excited. But, you know, when y'all put it that way, where it's like this is her best match, this is the most I've really ever seen of Tamina, period. And she's been with the, in the, in the, uh, in the company for what, over 10 plus years. Uh, yeah, I give it a B. I hope they really do something else with her. Like I said, I hope they might give her a tag team, maybe with her Naomi. I do not want to see her and Nia Jax because you know how they like to do certain things. Uh, but yeah, uh, people calling my phone, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, a B. I I give it a B. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I think I already said I, I'll give it a B too. B for Bailey. Um. Like you said, I want to like I was thinking earlier, I want to go watch this some old NXT matches with just the four horse women. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Um hey man, yeah. man, once man, once 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 Becky come back, please make that match happen. Like I we I really want to see that match. The four horse women at WrestleMania. For both, just for both titles, bro. Just for both. I mean, well, right. one of them gonna be out for at least a year. Yeah, yes, unfortunately. But that, but that return when oh, both yeah. come back, that return gonna be fire, yo. Ooh, that wow. pop gonna be amazing. Like the the fabulous Moolah can never. Oops. <laughs> yo. Oh man. Hey man. <laughs> That was dark. <laughs> side of the rest of the ring. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And, and, and speaking of the dark side, uh, they had a really good episode on the, uh, the Raw Warriors that, that was tonight. So y'all might want to go check that out. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I, I am going, and next week is Owen, I heard. Yeah, right. next week is Owen Hart. That's when I heard we got ready to for a new season. So next, we gonna get some more stuff next year. Yo, yeah, I want to talk to these sports fans out here who who don't like us wrestling fans. How does it feel? Y'all have nothing. We haven't stopped. Can't stop. Won't stop. Take that. Take that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you right. You right. Okay, I can't. I can't argue with the logic. You're right. I'm just saying, bro. Wrestling yeah. has not stopped since quarantine happened. Yeah, there's no fans, but we haven't stopped. You see what the UFC did? They seen WWE. They seen AEW in Florida. What they do? They go to Jacksonville. You know what I'm saying? So they wanted to wait up. So the NBA yeah. is trying to do. They're trying to go to Florida. Yeah, or or here. Hey, NBA Vegas. Ain't nobody out here. Y'all y'all can have a whole strip to yourself. Come, come to Vegas. I can, honestly. Like, I'll go down there too. For me, like, hey, let I mean, me in. Listen, I've been waiting yeah. to get back out to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Three. We, we ain't got no PFL time. this year. We ain't got no PFL. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so tight. Oh, I'm so, oof. I'm hurt. So tight. I'm hurt. Hey, in due time, man. In due time. Uh, moving on, we got uh, the Monster Among Men. Almost forgot his nickname. My bad. Uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, beat Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. Now, I enjoyed this match. I really did just because, you know, a Braun Strowman match, especially versus Bray Wyatt. Like, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt, it's not a technical masterpiece. But just like pretty much every Bray Wyatt match recently, uh, either Fiend or just, you know, regular old Bray, it's a, it's a psychological thing. 
And, uh, you know, I thought, uh, I guess, I, you know, and, and usually like the predictable things in wrestling is still good, you know, especially if we're going to let the story play out. So, you know, Braun got the little sheet mask and he put it on and he was just like faking like he was about to come home and, you know, Bray and all the puppets fell for it. I think like er literally everybody else was like, no, fam, like, he ain't really about to <laughs> join up with y'all. And, uh, and he didn't. But uh, I still enjoyed it just because, you know, we know what's coming next. Like, the fiend, the fiend didn't like that shit. Shoot, Braun is finally normal. He ain't got to live in that backwoods. Nobody there. They probably carnivores eat people. You know what I'm saying? You know, so <laughs> cool where he at. He liked the steak. He liked the chicken. You know what I mean? Braun is, Braun is being Braun. Uh, I love this match. You know, like, like you said, TC, it's not like, you know, the every – wrestling fans dream match but um it was good for what it was like when he put on the mask i thought that added a lot of element to it you know and uh yeah i just want to see what they do next like are they gonna have another match is this it what what, what we got next yeah and it, it's it's also just because it, it adds another layer to the fiend and bray Wyatt, like the two different you know characters that that he does it adds yeah. another layer to that because this is the first person that he's encountered who is not phased by none of none of it. Like everybody else was phased. Like Finn Balor was scared as shit when the fiend first showed up at SummerSlam. Like Seth was cowering in the corner. You know, he had, you know, he had like all the legends like Kurt Angle, Jerry Lawler was just scared out their mind. Jerry Lawler always get attacked by somebody. That's true. Uh <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I was about to say, but uh, and plus, plus they're the only ones left. Like the other two, you know, they they gone. Yeah, just, like Harper and Rowan is gone. So he like, you know, your family gone. So now it's like, bro, we here. We supposed to be family. I love you. So he probably, you know, he had an emotional moment. You know what I mean? And uh, he let that get away from him because he got uh, slammed. So <laughs> he lost. I mean, don't I shoot me, but I'm giving this a. Hey, I wouldn't be mad at you. I'm not mad at you for that. Just, just, just a storytelling aspect. Like, I mean, you just really gotta be a thinker to think about this match. This match makes you think, like every detail and aspect of their background and now, and you have to put that into fruition of this match. I agree, man. What what'd you think about it, Reed? Uh, I'm giving it an A minus. But here's here's the catch, right? Because see what you just said about like everyone else that faced him. They faced the fiend. They didn't face Bray. Except he the beat Bray, so he's not. It's this not really that effect that's going to take place, and that's why I think like what they do from here is going to be important. They got to be real careful because if the next step is for him to face the fiend, how are we going to go about this? Because you know, if if Braun beats him, then it means like the I think the the message is that. If you haven't changed, if you haven't like gone through a whole metamorphosis through your career and your gimmick and everything like that, then you can beat him. That's why Goldberg supposedly beat him because he never changed. So I guess technically you could say Braun didn't change much, but even then, it's like, would you really want the fiend to lose again? So that that's the big question I'm looking at here. But you know, like you said, TC, from a storytelling standpoint. That's definitely I, I get that at A minus at least because you know the 
working with not having a crowd and everything like that, you're able to get a little more creative. Like you had the puppets in the crowd and everything like that to, to work in your favor. So, you know, that, that this was, it was smart. It was what it needed to be because, you know, Bray by himself can take that loss and it's not going to mean nothing because Bray is just, you know, the, the psycho Pee Wee Herman that's, that's on screen. That's not evil or whatever, but you know, going forward, like I said, the, with the fiend, they got to be careful now. Yeah, and honestly, I wish this match could have been like, even though Randy Orton burned his house down, but this could have been like one of those cinematic matches too. You know, he could have went that. Maybe that's what's next of Bray. Like, you know, you could mention the fact that Harper and Eric is gone. You know what I mean? Like, they're not here no more. Like, I'm all you got. We all each other got. And, you know, try to take them back to the crib, take them back there. Because one thing I always tell wrestling fans, you know, wrestling is not like how it was back in the day. We know everything. So it's nothing wrong with saying, yo, they're not here anymore. We don't have them anymore. So come on, bro. Let's be family. Yeah. You know, and take them back to where they came from and they can have a match out there. Let Braun burn it down again. Let them have some bad memories, anything. Like, it's. This is where you do with that. Let's just Abigail be in a basement somewhere, chained up. She be, Brady, you lied. <laughs> you lied in my day for all these years. No. <laughs> and I, I really think that they should just kind of, you know, let the let the fiend just kind of have his back against the wall a little bit, like show some vulnerability. It's just a little bit, you know. You can't be. You can't be just a full on, you know, strong monster and defeat everybody all the time. So, you know, he's he's met his match. Uh yeah, I I, I would like to see something like that. But right, absolutely. right. Uh for the WWE championship, uh Drew McIntyre puts the title on the line versus Seth Rollins. Uh really, really good match. I would have loved to seen this one against, you know, you know, in a in a actual arena with fans, but this was this was something like this was a really good match. I think it really Drew Drew McIntyre's really solidified himself as a legitimate champion. Um, some different man. Like I I think this is what WWE's really been looking for for the longest. Like ever since I would say John Cena. Like, I think this is what they were looking for in Roman Reigns. You know, five, four or five years ago. But yeah, for whatever reason. It just didn't translate. Uh, I don't. I don't ever blame Roman for that. You know, I don't blame Roman for it I either. Think, I think that was a creative WWE problem. There was. Yeah, like, they they allowed Drew to kind of ascend up to that to that position a little bit more naturally. Uh, yeah. Roman, it was just like, you know, gave him the rocket. Now, Great. if they would have did that the year before he won the Royal Rumble, I think things would have panned out a little different. Yeah. That was the year Batista won it, and yeah, we, we don't like you know because I, I think I think that's also what messed Roman up too is like they had Batista win the Rumble and nobody wanted that, and so you get to the next year and it's kind of the same thing again. Like, well, the other thing too, Roman was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, yeah. twenty fourteen to twenty fifteen was all about Daniel Bryan. No yeah. matter what you did, you were never going to surpass Daniel Bryan as a babyface. As a heel, if Roman was a heel, it may be a different story. But as a babyface, you yeah. could not surpass Daniel Bryan, no matter what you did. So if it wasn't for that, maybe it would have worked. Maybe not. Who knows? But it would have been a better received, you know, idea if it wasn't for, you know, 
everyone wants Daniel Bryan right now. Yep. So Facts, I, mean, man. I think they learn with Drew, you know. And maybe they could take that. Don't keep Drew he- face for too long. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, I can easily see in Seth Rollins that character turning face again once we have a crowd. I can see that happening easily. So we see a baby face messiah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like I like the I like the heel messiah, but I like the uh, heel, but I, I feel like it could be a new day thing where it was like they were heels. Like well, first they were baby faces, and we like get out here with that shit. Then they became heels, and then like they were such great heels that they just became faces. But what I seen last week, what he doing? Like he looked like he's shot that he having a child. So yeah, <laughs> I was wrong. I was like, what man was that all about? I'm like, yo, what's good? First off, you so mad you didn't like comb your hair or straighten it or nothing? Like you just looking stressed, bro. Hey, he he done lost two matches in a row on pay per view. Like he probably mad as hell. Like sheesh. And it, it's but see, already I like just it. messed up if you mad about that when you just found out you having a child. <laughs> 18 years, bro. Hey, man. His priorities is messed up. He found out he got to raise his kid in Iowa. He probably mad as hell. I will be too. <laughs> Go yeah. Big Red. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to give a, I'm going to get this match. I'm going to give it an A. All right. This whole pay review, I'm gonna give it an A, but just this match in particular, I'm gonna give it an A. Uh, I'm gonna give it the same, same A. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say B plus only because they could do more with that. Like, yeah, they, they can they build have, on They it. have decent amount of time, but like, if they give them like a nice solid like 30, 35 minutes and let them like really work, that's gonna turn into a classic. So I'm just, just giving it shy of an A, just because there, there's more, there's more to work with there. And shout out to Drew on the, you know, making Seth respect him and shake his hand at the end of the match. Like, it's little things, man. Um, which I, I wouldn't mind just seeing that more often where, because you only really see it against like good guys when they face each other. They just like acknowledge each other, shake each other's hands before or after the match. Like, yeah. do that more, like, you know, do it like in Ring of Honor. Just make make people shake hands before matches. Just, you, you know what that reminds me of? That reminded me of Ben Wall back in 04 when Randy beat him. Because Randy, Randy was still I don't remember that. Deal. Shake my hand like a man. <laughs> yeah, you, you a man? It. Shake my hand like a man. I mean, I he remember it, but like, I don't remember it. Yeah. yeah he he should have like, used some of his own man. advice. Be a man. Right, I'm just man. That was that. But in our main event, we had uh, both Money in the Bank corporate ladder matches uh, at the WWE headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. We had uh, the women, uh, Oscar, Carmella, Dana Brooke, shout out to Dana Brooke, uh, Lacey Evans, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Uh, Oscar got to the roof and uh, climbed the ladder and retrieved the briefcase. And uh, she found out the next night that it was for the women's championship and it wasn't a contract. Uh, and then we had Otis uh, won uh, the uh, the men's ladder match. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so big shout out to Otis and Oscar. Sex and reps. They need to make that shirt. Sets and reps. Sets and reps. Sets and weights, baby. I feel that. I feel that. Hey, but uh, what what'd you guys think of this, this Money in the Bank ladder match? I uh, – 
I, I enjoyed it. It was really because listen, man, people were just talking about how silly it was and how they didn't like it because of that reason. But like honestly, this concept, you can't have this concept and it not be silly and not have you know some silliness involved. Uh you know, I feel like as long as you had, you know, your your killers like Shayna and, and, and Alistair Black and and Nia Jax, like as long as they were still doing their thing, you can, you know, you can kind of lean into the the goofiness a little bit without, you know, really killing, you know, whatever credibility those guys had. And I thought they did a good job with the balance of it. Uh, AJ Styles was really probably the the MVP uh, of both matches, in my opinion. Um, funny guy, like the the little bit with the uh, with Otis in the in the in the. In the bench press, <laughs> and uh, you know the the stuff with the with the coffin and the Undertaker poster yeah. and all that, like it's it's genius. And I'm glad that you know the Undertaker and the uh, AJ Styles feud looks like it'll be continuing on at some point. But uh, yeah, I, I like I said, I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the cameos, like you know seeing you know Brother Love, Bruce Pritchard, and 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 Johnny Ace. Yeah, man, I I went crazy. I was like, people power. Uh, that was dope. Doink, Doink the clown was a weird one though. Like, right? yes, that was kind of awkward. You got got a button up on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a whole little. You know, that was somebody in the office. that was like, yeah, we should have Doink make an appearance. Like, he looked mad was, young too. Get Ryan in accounting. Go get him. He can do it. <laughs> you you don't even know about debut. Doink. Ryan, put he this mask on. <laughs> you don't even know who Doink is. You just like that's right. just like you don't know the history of the company like that. <laughs> no, um, my, my my thoughts on this, I'll be completely honest. I had to watch this match about three times. First time, I was like everybody. I just did not like it. Second time, it's coming around. Third time. I realized they should they should have just had the men's match as that and let the women be just a regular ladder match because I'm sure they knew the news about Becky before and that could have did something different because the women were cool, but let's be real, the guys really outshined them this match and it was just like let's cause like the whole Dana Brooke thing. I thought that was stupid when she like you know what you're doing before you got on here. You know what I mean? Like I like, liked I, it. That was I, I got I got I confused because I'm like, why don't y'all just all hop on the steps and just run up? But you know, I understand the entertainment part. So like, I'm not gonna say it was bad. I'm not gonna say it was great. You know, because I'm 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 a ladder I'm a ladder match fan, so, and I love seeing ladder matches. You know, that's what really got me into wrestling. So. If they if they would have had the women's match, you know, they could announce it on the show. Like they could have had Becky literally come in and announce that she's pregnant on the show, and then say, you know, in this briefcase, you know, you're gonna have the belt up there. You know what I mean? They didn't have to have a money in the bank ladder match. They could just had the women's title match and do it that way, you know. And and then you have the guys do what they do because like like you said, AJ is a complete fool. Otis is a complete fool. Ray Mysterio, of course, he's gonna get thrown off, thrown off the building. It's Ray Mysterio; he's the littlest one. He's gonna get thrown off everywhere. Uh, you know, Daniel Bryan; he he could blend in with anything. And you have Baron Corbin, Aleister Black. You know, he did his thing. So, yeah, it was perfect for the men. The women, 
maybe that could have been a regular ladder match, but hey, maybe next year we could get that. And I'm, I'm glad you brought the Ray Mysterio thing, man. What is with Baron Corbin? <laughs> like he really taking this King thing too far. Like he actually is just like marking people off, like Kings used to do for real. Like what are you doing, Ray? Ray got his eye poked out this week and all type of yeah, stuff. Ray is having a terrible week. Yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. That, that that's that's real. That's real bad. He's going through it. Um, he's, he's having a rough time. Shout out to Baron Corbin, Mister Murder in the Bank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hear authorities are still looking for him at the moment. Uh, hopefully, he may get to SmackDown in one piece without without uh, some papers on him. But you know, you never know. But it, it, you know, that's my favorite thing about wrestling is that just like attempted murder is legal. That's normal. I mean, they got hit with chairs. Ladders, I mean, like I got hit with a cart. Yeah, he got hit with a cart. You remember when the NWO jumped the rock on Raw? Oh, and like man. they should have went to jail for that shit. Right. <laughs> like, they hit this dude with a hammer. They they like they trapped this dude ambulance and hit his ambulance with a semi truck and just like everybody right. cheered for Hogan at WrestleMania anyway. What kind of shit is that, bro? Stone Cold <laughs> picked up Triple H tour bus. Right, and and he picked oh, up yes, Triple H in a car in a crane. And dropped him <laughs> flat on the ground. <laughs> like all the stuff that Shane McMahon and Kane was doing to each other, and bro, he he put he junk electrocuted, electrocuted his junk man. Undertaker tied Hulk Hogan to his motorcycle and dragged him through the whole arena. <laughs> Yo, Taker hung a man. I still he don't did. know how they pulled this stunt off. They he hung this man in a cell. I don't know. I couldn't a see a harness. I gotta watch there. it again. But like, he hung this man. <laughs> thousands of people. Was Edge and Christian was accessories too. They never forget. Right. <laughs> oh man. Hey man, I, attempted murder is legal in wrestling. Like as long, yeah. especially during a match, like this shit legal. It's like, hey man. I mean, in between take the bells, man. Take her through mankind off a a sail through a tank. Yes. Oh man! Thank God for wrestling. Right. Oh. Undertaker should have been locked up years ago. Man, yeah, all these examples we just gave was worse. Marriage, all type of stuff. <laughs> he, he choke slam, choke slam, edge through the cell, and make fire come out. Yeah. He burnt his he burnt his family alive. Hey man, <laughs> but uh, uh, there's a couple more things about this money in the bank though. Um, Otis, uh, what what y'all think about Otis winning? Like it was a surprise to me, but you know I thought about it. I was like, you know, he probably maybe might not hold the whole you know the briefcase for the whole time, or or they could do something different. Because honestly, I feel like the money in the bank has maybe kind of jumped the shark a little bit after Seth. Yeah. Like, after Seth, you know, you can't top that. Like, you know, Seth, Seth's cash-in was kind of similar to Edge's, but his happened at Mania. You can't top that, and, and they haven't really been able to do it. Like, you know, the, I, I think the women are – I mean, they're doing their thing, but, like, as far as the men go, you can't top – 2015 and, and probably ever since Baron Corbin won it, it's just been really flat. Like they haven't done any, anything with it at all. 
So, like I was saying, I think um, that's what I was saying. Should I think it's jumped the shark? Yeah. Also, uh, I I think this concept is kind of jumped the shark. So I wouldn't actually be shocked to see them do something different with it. And instead of oh, it's challenging for a Universal or a WWE title, like you know, challenge for the you know the tag team championships at yeah, some point. I would be pissed. Like I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be so hot on it, but like like I was saying, like. They, they look, look, you know, the concept man, is just hey, Mandy, Odie, you know what I'm saying? They what if he gives Mandy the contract and let her cash in on on the women's championship? Man, that that Kuka got him whipped in. He's a fool. <laughs> but see, and that but that that's why I think they don't have to worry about topping like Seth or anything like that, because it's like you you got possibilities that open up because you know like like you said he could have him cash in on you know the tag titles or something like that and then you know people might not be crazy about it but going forward that could create a whole change to the concept now it's like the money in the bank is for a title shot period and then you get to introduce more people guys are looking for pushes you know one half of tag teams and stuff like that just mix it up and now the possibilities you create is like whoever pulls that down. If you're part of a tag team, you got a tag title shot. If you a mid card guy, you go for U.S. title, IC title. You know, if you working your way up the card, you looking for a world title shot. You do it as you do, get it, and you hold it for like ten months. So that possibility opens up. Or if this is the only scenario I could see this happening, if he actually does go after the universal title, it has to be a, a counteract to something bad happening. So, like, on SmackDown, who's the biggest heel? Corbin, hands down. Now, I, I'm warming up with Corbin, right? But for the most part, if he gets a title shot, people are going to groan. They're going to be like, oh, not this motherfucker. But say he got some people with him and he does something dirty like he usually does and he beats Strowman or whoever the Universal Champion is at the time. Hopefully, we got a crowd for this to happen. But that happens. Otis cashes in on him. He got Tucker with him and as backup or whatever, and he beats him. The crowd goes crazy. But that's the only scenario where something like that could work out. I, that's I, pretty much it. I, I understand it. I just feel if anybody was to ever cash in the money in the bank, not for the world title, I feel like it's going to kill the money in the bank. I just because it's just like if you look at it as, as if you're wrestling. And you see the world champion down. This is every wrestler's dream. Austin said to himself, you should not be in a wrestling business if getting that top title is not your dream. If he's down and you have a chance to cash in and you don't, that that kills it. But I like what you did say with tag teams. Maybe they should have a tag team buddy in a bank ladder match mm-hmm. for the tag titles. Maybe you could have a... Uh, Six four, different tag teams in four, there. Four, you know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that either. Uh, also, I, I seen this suggestion earlier, and I wanted to bring it up. Um, let's have have a storyline where like the champion knows that he's at risk of losing his championship, or you could do you know with the the women's money in the bank too. Um, the champion knows that they're at risk of losing it obviously with the money in the bank, you know, looming. And so the champion like bribes whoever has the briefcase 
and just, you know, trying to keep them from cashing in. Just like, you know, I'll do this, you know, I'll pay you this much. And then just, you know, they somebody money said, in the bank for like, remember it was supposed to be cash in a briefcase before the edge cashed it or something like that. You said what? Remember, like back in the day, they used to say it was cash in there. It was like it's. I cash. thought they always said it was a contract. Yeah, I, I don't know. I could have sworn at WrestleMania they said it was money. I don't. I don't know. But uh, right. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that though, just because I think you do something with it. Like you got like a really cowardly heel champion and just do whatever it takes and is trying to avoid, you know, be like, hey, like chill out for for this time being. And then at some point, like that champion were to lose his championship. And then the next champion is just like not doing none of that. And it's just the money in the bank holder catches that person slipping because like they not getting, you know, they're not benefiting from it no more. So it's like, I'm going to cash this shit in. Like, I think they could do something yeah. to do with that. Just like, just to freshen it up a little bit. Not my yeah, idea, but still cut the check, Vince. Well, well, yeah, right. Cut the check, Vince. Oh, uh, or you can have Otis, you know, win the title and have Mandy cost him the the belt later on. Maybe, maybe to Dolph or something like Dolph. that. Oh man, oh, that's a, that, that's the last thing I want to happen with Mandy and and Otis. It's just like her turning on him because it's so obvious. Like the last thing I want to happen. I honestly would be tight because I was so hyped when he won that mania. That was the dopest thing. Like I was probably more hyped for that than Strowman and Goldberg and all that. Like that was that was the highlight for me. So I'm like, if this turns out to just be one of them things where it was just you biding your time and then just waiting for the right time to screw him, I'm gonna be upset. I'm gonna be. Yeah. It's smart, but I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> Facts. Uh, just one, one more thing about money in the bank uh, that I I just want to point out. Like Baron Corbin was was jokes like in this, but a uh, couple things I, I want them to, you know, well, him trying to stop Oscar from getting getting the briefcase was stupid. I don't like. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> it's like, it's Baron Corbin. I, I I think it's just the fact that he he's an asshole. Like he didn't want nobody getting a briefcase before him, even <laughs> if it was a woman. Like that just seems just right up his even alley. The briefcase just was like had nothing to do with him. Yeah. He wanted to be the first one to get a briefcase. Now, like that's that just seemed like such his character. So like I understood it because first I'm like, what the what are you doing, bro? And then I was just like, oh, he he, he Baron Corbin. It kind of makes sense. Like anybody else like that did that, I just be like, what the hell. Like if AJ Styles did that, I wouldn't understand it. But like Baron Corbin doing it is just like he just he just an asshole. Like he embraces it. And then uh, you know, he broke the glass in the weight room. I, I want them to do something <laughs> with that. I want them to I want him to go on like this long losing streak because he broke glass and you know that's a signal of bad luck. What I wanted so bad in that moment, because I knew Vince was gonna show up at some point and they they in his building. Oh yeah, this so show too. Shout out yeah. to Vince. What I wanted so bad was for him to be in the gym and turn around and see that. And be like, Yo, what are you doing? <laughs> Costing me money. Why are they in here? That so bad. Like his cameo was, of course, it's hilarious. But hey, that, that's I wish Vince's, he would have been in the gym. That's Vince's gym, though. That's the crazy right, part. Right? Yeah, that's the gym he worked yeah, out at. That gym ain't changed since 
since he was going against Austin. Yeah, like the eighties and nineties. Yeah, I ain't changed. Like, so you, but the you machines. Know, you done broke Vince's gym. Like you lucky you went down there. Like. Right. That's what I wanted that so bad. Yo, that would have been perfect. <laughs> hey, but what, what I what I wish I could do is like go back to two thousand five. <laughs> like go back to two thousand five and where like AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan go in Vince's office. Like I want to show that to myself in 2005. I'll probably be tripping. <laughs> oh, like, yo, what the hell? What's, what's going on here? Why? Why, why is AJ look like a here? Yeah, like we're AJ like a soccer mom for it. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Uh, overall, grace for money in the bank. Like, what, what would y'all get a pay per view? Like, I really enjoyed it. Like, it was really fast. It, it was shorter than the episode of Monday Night Raw, um, which. Um, I don't mind. <laughs> it's better than sitting through, you know, seven hour WrestleManias. But about it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a, I'll give it an A, man. The probably, I don't think it was a bad match on this card. It's probably one of the best cards they've done. Uh, even like not counting the body Lashley, our truth. Uh, not a, not one match was bad. I give it a, I, I give it a B plus. You know what I mean? Just, just because of you know my thoughts on the. On the money in the bank match, so you know I give it a B plus. It wasn't a bad pay per view. It was good. That, that, that's that's probably where I'm at. I say B plus because you know I, I I it was a nice change of pace that it wasn't like three and a half hours long and everything like that. Because when they got to money in the bank, I'm like, damn, we need to end already. But no, I mean, they, but what they did in that little bit of time, it was it was decent. Matches were good. Like I would say, not great. But a good show overall. So I, I would say B plus. Facts, man. A really good show. And uh Backlash is back too. I I, I miss when Backlash used to be after Mania, but it's yeah. it's cool that Backlash is back. Uh so that's coming up next month. What what is it replacing? Like what was the June pay-per-view stream rules? They're not having extreme rules. Uh, they should just make that a theme of backlash. Like they should just get rid of these. Backlash should have always been that though. Like it's yeah, it's, it's the first pay per view after Mania. Like I always thought it should have had like certain if certain matches weren't blown off at Mania, let them have like a you know a, a cage match. Let it let it let Backlash just be themed where like more people yeah. fight in more adverse conditions than usual. Well. So, they they did they they used to have it as backlash but see they renamed it to payback and then oh, they tried yeah. to bring backlash back into it and just that messed up so much shit up. The last time backlash, I, I, it was just really terrible. Like, yeah. It was this awful pay per view. <laughs> so that's probably why they didn't do it. So hopefully this one is not uh, as bad. So um, I, I just have one thing that I'm upset with it already. Yeah. Is that we might be having Edge versus Randy Orton in a yeah, match? Um, I feel like if they were going to do this, they should have had the singles match at WrestleMania. Yeah, and you throw the the last ten match here because it's like, bro. I actually, I actually would have been mad if they did that just because what Randy Orton did and how personal the feud was. It just couldn't just been a regular. Match. I mean, they could have they could have waited on doing all that in the feud. You know what I mean? It could have just he could just did some 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 stuff. You know what I mean? It's just because. But then honestly, you gotta have a whole new story though. 
yeah, it shouldn't be like this match should not be happening right now. We want to yeah. see Edge work with at least somebody else. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, he back, but it's like you know, it's always that. Let's just pray to God he don't get hurt. You this know, is first like, match match though. Like this is first yeah. match. match have it against, I, I have it against AJ. You could have it against AJ. You you. It, it, I think what, what Edge said though. Um, I, I, I don't know if he said it or it was just like implied, but. Or, or if it was just a report, but he said like he he trusts working with Randy Orton more than anybody. So I think I understand he just want to get a regular match out the way. Like he got his first like action out the way, but now like actual match, get that out the way, and then he can go you know work with whoever. Um, I'm pretty sure Edge might win this one too. But let let's 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 run through Raw a little bit. Like not gonna run through the whole show, uh, but uh. You know, first, you know, we get the Becky Lynch announcement on Raw. She's going to be gone for a while. Oscar uh, is a new Raw Women's Champion. That's dope. Uh, you know, got a little Bobby Lashley uh, again. Uh, MVP uh, Bobby Lashley doing her thing. We, you know, we talked about that. Uh, looks like uh, Austin Theory may be possibly getting kicked out of uh, Zelina's Angels soon. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's something else going on. Oh. But uh, Drew McIntyre and Andrade had a really good match. Uh, there is, uh, you know, due to the COVID pandemic, uh, brand split has kind of been loosened up a little bit. So we're gonna have you know some Raw guys on on SmackDown and vice versa. So uh, we got a uh, King Corbin is gonna be on Raw next week taking on Drew McIntyre. You know, he was talking real greasy about how you know Drew used to be his lackey a couple years ago. Uh, which was a fact, um, but yeah, uh, we get the the SmackDown. Uh, excuse me, the the not the SmackDown tag champs, the the, the women's tag champs. Bliss Cross Applesauce uh, hosted a moment of bliss, and uh, we got the Iconics. The Iconics challenged him to a title match. Uh, Nikki oh. Cross basically said they were too dumb to have a title match. <laughs> they had to have a non-title match, <laughs> and uh, the Iconics won. Uh, they got like a, a version of the magic killer since nobody else is using it. So might as well. I dropped my phone when I heard that music. I'm like, they still alive? Oh, uh, cool. Crazy. And uh, we got a Ray Mysterio. I thought they were going to be released for everybody else. I thought so too. I thought so too. Uh, we got Ray Mysterio and Aleister Blacker going to team up against Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Uh, Ray Mysterio is getting interviewed about how you know he had a near death experience at Money in the Bank. Uh, <laughs> then Terrell has another near death experience, true. It did, uh, you know, tries to you know congratulate Seth Rollins who walks past, he just like keeps walking and Ray calls him a dick. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, R Truth and Cedric Alexander and Ricochet teamed up against MVP Shane Thorne and Brendan Bank. Uh, R Truth, you know, had his Blue Streak gimmick that he did like years ago. You know, with yeah, y'all remember the Blue Streak delivery yeah. driver? Yeah, oh, that, with, with, with the teeth. Yeah, with the yeah. teeth. Yeah, shout out to R Truth, man. Um, this segment was black as hell because Lashley came out and just like you know kicked his ass again. And then you know, MVP's like, hey, let's go talk in the back. So they, they went and talked. Uh, we got a gender appearance, and we got Shayna Baszler being a savage, uh, basically <laughs> saying Becky <laughs> Becky Lynch threw her career away. It was like, have you seen who the dad is? That kid's going to suck. <laughs> oh. 
I, I, I got to tell you this right now. <laughs> Shayna is making Ronda look like child's play when she turned heel. Talk your talk, Creed. Yo, bruh. Shayna just straight up just went to Jordan school and said, fuck them kids. For real. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ronda, Ronda had to turn heel because they, they wasn't rocking with her no more. But Shayna can't be a face at this point because she just is going off with what she said. That's wild. Which is crazy because if, if did, did y'all watch Shayna Baszler's Chronicle that came out a couple days ago? Like, I've seen a bit of it, I have not watched it completely. She probably one of the nicest people ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, what else we got, man? Uh, we got a uh, Natalia, you know, stepped in basically like Shayna, how dare you uh, say some stupid shit that nobody would say in real life. Uh, it just it bothered me so much because it's like nobody nobody delivers dialogue like that in an actual conversation. Yeah. Like, how dare you uh dump all over the the preciousness that is motherhood, Shane? <laughs> or some shit like that. I'm paraphrasing, but nobody talks like that. Uh no. <laughs> they, uh, you know, they, they showed a they showed like a clip from the Undertaker documentary, which is fire too, by the way. And AJ is. Styles is sitting back, you know, chilling, eating popcorn, watching it, mad as hell. <laughs> Rolling. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we got uh, Alistair Black and Rey Mysterio beat Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy uh, by DQ. Uh, Seth Rollins, you know, after his loss at Money in the Bank, was just in a, a state of daze. Um, didn't get involved in the match until, like, Rey Mysterio, like, accidentally bumped into him. And then he just, like, started fucking Ray up. And just like basically, uh, basically turned Rey Mysterio in a Fetty Wild last night. Yeah. So, so, so I read this. I read this like an hour ago. So apparently, the reason that's a DQ is because he they broke one of Five count. his unspoken rules. Yeah, one of his unspoken rules. Yeah, I seen that. So it's like you, you if you're the, it, it confused the shit out of me. It's like if you're the legal man, you can hit the guy outside the ring, but if you're outside the ring, you can't touch nobody inside the ring unless you get tagged in. Oh yeah. I'm like you know what and I, I guess it makes sense. You know, the all the refs will always like count the five and you know tell the person to get out the ring and they will always adhere to it. So now like the one time where it's not adhered to, I guess it makes sense. Um and he wasn't breaking up a pin at all either. So you know it's I guess just because it's so rare that it just confused everybody. <laughs> Like it's just oh, super rare. Um, I just thought the rest was being trashed. I remember like the the ref and uh Sasha and Lacey Evans a couple weeks ago was pretty bad. Um, the 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 ref that disqualified Bobby Lashley last week, like that made no sense to me either. So I just thought the rest was being terrible recently. Like we got like I, you know Mike Kyoto left, and now like you know we got these replacement refs. It's just like the NFL back you know a couple years ago. When they had the replacement ref issue, oh, making them terrible calls. Yes, so I just I just chalked it up to it being the same thing. But uh, I, I, the ex the explanation you were talking about though, Reek, I did read that before uh, before we got on uh, and started recording. I, I read it and typed out. It made zero sense to me, and I, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm just reading it. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, that makes sense. It didn't, but. Confusing. The I, understood, I understood the gist of what was trying to be said. It just was a bunch of 
I'm like, y'all could have made this so uh, much more simple. You really could have. Like, y'all tried to confuse me. Yeah, but uh, after after Seth Rollins tried to, uh, you know, basically blind Rey Mysterio, he tried to apologize <laughs> to him in a, in a trainer's room, and Aleister Black just beat the shit out of Buddy Murphy. Um, did, I, this segment, uh, let me let me talk about this segment right here that happened. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I, I thought it was nothing different than, you know, the bubbly brunch. I thought it was nothing different than like back in the day when MVP and, and Matt Hardy had like they, you know, they challenges, you know, the athletic challenges, the push up challenge, basketball challenge. Uh, the Street Profits uh, played a game of basketball against the Viking Raiders and the Viking Raiders, you know, basically it was just like trash the whole game. And the Street Profits won uh, from an astounding score, 74 to two. But uh, basically, the Viking Raiders hustled them. Was just like, yo, we just let y'all win just because we already knew we could beat y'all because we beat y'all everything, and we wanted to let y'all experience a win for the first time against us. I I, I seen people complaining about it, which people complain about everything. But me, I I, th- I enjoyed it. I I didn't think it hurt anybody. Like it's Street Profits gimmick is basketball players. Shout out to them for wearing twenty four and eight too. By the way, uh. And the Viking Raiders just, you know, they're not you, – you, they don't strike you as basketball people. So, But I, I think it just adds a different wrinkle to them, you know, versus just being the big, hairy dudes with no personality. Like, showcase the personality a little bit, just let folks know that it's there, but they still going to go out there and, and, you know, when it's go time, they're going to whoop your ass. So I, I don't see a problem with it. Like, I think more people need personality than – anything so um it was cool it just like i was telling Reed earlier we were talking about it i wish they would use maybe somebody else other than the viking raiders just because of they are supposed to be so serious like the street profits they're perfect for this now what i was just thinking is they're talking about brand split crossing you could have had maybe Sami Zayn and shinsuke nakamura or cesaro or something like a new that. day the new day or hey NXT. Uh got Riddle in uh his new tag team part. I don't know. I forget I keep forgetting. Thatcher. Yeah, had him in that segment because Timothy could just be standing there the entire time while, while Matt is actually trying to play and he just getting well would it, it I just feel like it would have been random just having just any team other than the ones that were interacting for the last three weeks. That whole thing was random, honestly. Like it was like What's the point of playing like, I mean, like, what's like playing basketball? Yeah, the, I, I, like the the basketball game segment was kind of random, but it was it was street yeah. profit challenge them to you know something like they knew that they would beat them in. But next week, have them play football. Have have the Viking Raiders just yeah. I, I, don't, like I said, man, like check Vince. I'm tired of you, man. I think people. <laughs> I feel like I feel like people would have complained. Back in the 90s when, when they had the Mr. Perfect vignettes when he was, like, just throwing football and just, like, you know, just doing all the athletic challenges. I think so people would trust about that just because, like, people – We are in the, the miniature attitude era right now. Like, the Money in the Bank ladder match, I'm sure Vince Russo had – he was loving all of it uh, this last night. This would have been in, 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 the, in the 90s for sure. Uh, so I mean, y'all always gotta say y'all want it. They giving it to y'all. Lana Rusev, Lashley. That was very attitude ish. So they give y'all stuff y'all want, you know. So hey. Well, I, I, from what I heard, the whole Lana Rusev Lashley storyline was Paul Heyman's idea. 
So I mean, huh? that that that's he you know he's from that time, so he knows what the people yeah. love back then. I but mean, I, I, I just wonder. Oh, go ahead. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not crazy about that that whole thing with like the right because I I told y'all earlier. I'm I'm only saying that because it's like like you said you know they they had their their gimmick they're serious and everything like that and if it were anybody else I'm all the way with it but it's just like I, I'm hoping that it's just a temporary thing like while the you know pandemic going on and everything you got no fans that they just kind of saying you know screw it y'all just have some fun with it. And when you get back to normal, then you go, you're back into your serious thing. Cause you know, yeah, otherwise, even though Otis just wanted the money in the bank, even like heavy machinery could have been cool right there. Yeah. I think it's just cause we, we seen them on the indies and people are used to this one type of side to them. So uh, I think that might've been their problem with it. But like I said, if they do something else with this again next week, like, you know, like I said, play, have a play football or something like that. And, yeah. And street profits just get dominated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna oh, see where they go with this. Since she mentioned Sammy, apparently he might be giving up the, his belt too. Yeah, he hasn't been on TV since mainly. I, I heard he's addressing that on SmackDown. I heard he got uh, I hate wrestling like terms, but I heard he has like some heat backstage. I heard he's a pain to deal with, so. I don't know if that has anything to do with do with that. I mean, if you ever seen his tweets, you will understand. Like he probably, you know, rubbed some people the wrong way. I feel, oh, yeah. I feel like he one of them people that just get hella political at work. Sammy, Sammy, from what I understand, altogether is an acquired taste. We'll just put it that way. Like yeah. he just, some people are just not gonna feel him at all. I don't follow him on Twitter, so can you enlighten me on some of his tweets? Uh, he like what he talks about. Uh, I don't follow him either. I just I just see his tweets every now and again. Uh, very uh, very uh, left leaning liberal. Yeah, like, like and you know, I, I I can see where you know. Look at some of the one. Look at the people that run the company. Look, <laughs> look, 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 look Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, 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 look who they homie is. So you got somebody basically to be talking bad about their homie on on Twitter. Like you understand, you know, rubbing the wrong way a little bit. Like, you know, the biggest reason he doesn't go to Saudi Arabia, like, he is he very would vocal. <laughs> yeah, he's very vocal in a way that they do not play with over there. So he he could not show up. He couldn't show his face out there. So, like, he's one of those people that just, up just like that journalist. And I think that's the last thing anybody wants. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, that would go down quick. Like, he's one of those dudes that he just – Speaks all the wrong words that are you know aren't like PC. Well, well it explains a lot. So that, that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. man. So uh, apparently, uh, we'll we'll get the status of the Intercontinental Championship uh, this upcoming uh, Friday on SmackDown. So uh, elsewhere on Monday Night Raw, um, Shayna Baszler beat Natalya and uh, Edge and Randy Orton. We we talked about that already. So oh uh, and. This I need to formally request this right now. Uh, I love Charlie. I really I do. She's fine as wine and all that good stuff. But she needs to be drug tested because how you gonna sit up here and tell me that Edge versus Orton for the umpteenth time could be the greatest match singles match ever? How dare you, Charlie? You have lost your mind. They didn't have the best. 
They didn't have the best match in 2004. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, listen, what what are you what are you smoking that you said that on national TV, girl? You got to stop it. She just had to break that awkward silence. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Man. Crazy. Hey, shout out to Charlie Caruso, man. But uh, before we get out of here, man, um, me, I, to- I totally forgot the reason why I even wanted to talk about this. But we can still talk about it. Uh, what's some what's some storylines from from years past that you would want to do, like in the current era, that you think would really pop in the current era? Probably didn't pop back then, or maybe they did, and you would just like to see, like you know, it rehashed out. What, what's just a few examples? I got two. Let's the hear. First, the first is like the what was it? The McMahon Helmsley. Uh, duo, whatever that was, you know, trips holding the world title and Stephanie with the women's titles, things like that. And I think that's kind of what Johnny Gargano was doing with Candice over in NXT, and I like that. So that that's one, definitely. But the other, oh shit, I just had it. I just had it. God damn it. Oh, now play that Jeopardy music. <laughs> yeah. I oh man, I had two good ones. Uh I don't have any like storylines in particular. Uh maybe like a Shane and a Kane now I think about it. I wouldn't mind seeing somebody like something that something like that be redone. Maybe with the fiend and somebody else. I wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing that. Uh but probably just that. My favorite WWE rivalry of all time, that Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, Douglas. Like I, I I just want one of that that type field rivalry to go on. Who would be in it? I don't know. New uh, Day. Lucha uh, House Party. I just don't, I don't think they got that, that feel they had, man, because, like, they was all three teams that stood on their own. Like, do they? They were all different, too, though. Like, exactly. I, I think that's what made it work because, like, each of them were just different. They, they had different styles, yeah. and it all just meshed together. I we mean, got one Bruiser, of the greatest matches in every time. I'll I, I throw the Bruiser weights in there. Uh, probably the Usos. Uh, what's another one? Uh Honestly, maybe the War Raiders. I, I don't know. This just throwing tag teams out there. I love tag team wrestling. Oh, I got it. The two man power trip. Yeah. Because those are you talk about yes. the top guys, and they got all the belts. Because I, I I've been watching 2001, and I haven't gotten. I, I'm out. I'm probably about. Because I'm watching when it actually takes place. So, like, every week on that same date. And we're coming up here in the next week or two when Triple H ended up getting hurt. And, like, that whole thing just ended prematurely. And I I think it would have been amazing if Triple H would have been healthy, like, during the whole invasion era, going up against Stone Cold. Um, It would have added something totally different. I would have loved to see that. Uh, like like I was telling you, I forgot my initial basis for wanting to do this. <laughs> so like, when I remember, I will bring it up on the next episode. But uh, most definitely that one. Uh, well, I do want to say because 
I, I wanted to say this before we found out about the news um, a few weeks ago, but I would really like to see the Hunter Hearst Helmsley gimmick in NXT, like now. Like, I would love to see, like, how how the crowd would have reacted. Like, the crowd would have been so into it. And, and before we found out, you know, what we found out about Velveteen Dream, I would have loved to see Velveteen Dream and, and Hunter Hearst Helmsley go at it just because I think those two characters would have meshed very well as just, like, two of the most NXT-esque characters you could possibly do. Um, I think they would have had a good match, but that's just we'll never know now. Yeah, we'll never. I mean, we never. We're gonna know anyway because you know, <laughs> taking a gimmick from twenty five years ago yeah. and trying to apply it. But okay. free, free my man, dream. He ain't do it. Okay, I'm not. I'm not prepared hey. to accept that. I'm really not. Hey, the proof is in the pudding, though. <laughs> <laughs> Rubens in the pudding, man. Oh, uh, man. Before, you know, one last thing before we get out of here, you know, uh, hot takes for next week, man. What's what something you saw from this past week on, uh, you know, no matter what show, uh, AEW, you know, shout out the NWA Power came back today. Um, and they're gone again. That was a season finale, but it was pretty good. Uh, from, from no matter what company, man, was was just a hot take you, you know, Oh, I got, I got two. We already talked about that street fight, right? I think we talked about it on last episode. What street fight? Well, uh, Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. Oh yeah, yeah. In inner circle, uh, I love that. I, I think I watched that like five times this week. But I heard somebody talk about Sting going to AEW. And oh yeah, that was actually I, I forgot about that. That was on that was on the notes. Um. So apparently Sting's contract with WWE, his Legends contract, uh, recently expired. And, uh, you know, they say he's, you know, thinking of, you know, renegotiating. But if he doesn't, would, would y'all would y'all like to see him at AEW? Like, he, he shouted out Lance Archer on Twitter the other day. Not wrestling. And, and Cody just, you know, hit him with the eye emoji. Uh, you know, Sting, Sting was on the last episode of Nitro. Like, he's synonymous with wrestling on TNT. So I, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing him in AEW, you know, as long as they cut that check for him. That's all this thing maybe, care about. Maybe. But also, maybe one I, like, I, I don't want to see him wrestle at all just because I don't think he should. Uh, unless he just really, really gets clear about the best doctors. But also look at they got too many like old legends there just kind of all doing the same thing. So I, I don't think they necessarily need things. They got uh, Arn Anderson there and Jake Roberts and hey, hey Jake, Jake, Jake doing something different. different. Jake is. I mean, Jake's incredible. But <laughs> Jake's always better. Roof, damn it! But yeah. nah, um, he might as well. Doing for the past 10, 20 years, just standing there. Facts, but yeah. nah, he, he might as well go because you know WWE ain't gonna show him no love if he do stay with them. You know, it's always going to be, oh, he's a WCW that's guy. So that's love to his bank account. I think that's all all he cared about. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it, it's an on-screen and guy. I love my bank account, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah as, as an on-screen guy, he's WCW. So they're going to shit on him anyway. But if he goes to AEW, what I want to see is Vigilante Sting. Bring that back. 
and put it on AEW. I'll watch that. I would. Because then it's like, you don't even got so much be, you know, wrestling or anything like that, but you can just be showing up and, like, you turn the camera and you see him in the stands or something like that or coming down from the ceiling or something crazy. Well, maybe not coming down from the ceiling, but, you know, the other shit. That could work. Honestly, what I want to see is, one, either he don't wrestle. The only person I really want to see Sting wrestle is have one more match at WrestleMania versus The Undertaker. That's it. That that's all he has to do. That match should have been happening. Honestly, it should have happened when he came when he came to WWE. But you know, stuff happened. Uh, but besides that, you know, I don't know what he could do. You know, on screen, I don't know what he could do. So I don't know. Just chill. You know, I don't know. I, I really don't want to see him wrestle coming in again because if they was to put a title on him, like I would be pissed off because I think that's a really cute. TNA a lot is because they kept the title on all the old dudes. So Sting won the title uh, at a version of WrestleMania for like four straight years. Exactly. So yeah. Uh I don't know. Maybe he could come in and like mentor somebody for a little bit. Kind of like the way DDP do. He like he's not always there. He just pops up when he's like needed. You know what I mean? So uh that's smart. Yeah, it's 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 but but like I said, if he do wrestle, sign back with WWE, set him and take her up. Make sure, like, Boneyard, set, man. set this match up in a yeah. year in, in advance so they could be in the best shape possible. You know what I'm saying? So they could go over the match and do something great, yo. And let that be they lad both last match, maybe. Right. That's a way to go out, you know? Because, I, I, honestly, and, and that that's my thing, too. After watching that documentary, too, I'm like, I really don't know when this man is going to let it go. Because he's, for real, if he doesn't really put on a uh, Undertaker worthy show in his last match that he's not gonna retire. So it's like, damn, who's it gonna be? But right. I've always heard seen. I've always heard Taker said I think I think he said like his last match he wants to lose or something like that. So I mean you give Sting his victory at Mania, Taker get his last, you know, match he lose. But could they put on a, a good classic match? I would I think they still might. They might got one more in them. You know, what I'm saying even at their age, if you plan it right and do it right, you never know. Yeah. I, if they ever do that, it got to be cinematic, just because you know. And, and from watching the first episode of the Undertaker documentary, you know, he says, you know, if, if if I'm not able to go out there and you know give people their money's worth, then you know, he's just gonna walk away. He's been wanting to walk away for like. 20 years now. I remember like back in 03 before WrestleMania 19, he was talking about he contemplated like a couple years prior retiring. I was like, damn, you still you still was going. You had your best matches like after 2007. So it's crazy. Yeah. Shout out to The Undertaker, man. Best gimmick of all time. Uh, would not work today, though. This would not work today. No. They, they would shit on it so much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everything is so real time, real right now. We know the people, we see them. You might run into somebody at the grocery store, so yeah. Because no. I, I, I swear I ran into Killer Cross at Target like three weeks ago. Exactly. Like, I just I just couldn't tell if that was him or just some other tall dude, tall, bald dude that looked like a pro wrestler, that looked like a bodybuilder. Yeah, but, I gotta say this real quick. I, I appreciate NXT so much more. Than I already do, 
Cause I watched that entrance when he came out last week. I forgot I was watching wrestling. That that is trippy, but that's beautiful. So I'm with that. And to give my guy the rocket, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Uh, got him feuding with Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, it's gonna be dope. So uh, I, I'm hyped for I'm hyped for NXT and uh, and Dynamite tomorrow, man. A um, couple weeks out from Double or Nothing. Was it next weekend? Yeah, next Saturday. We got double or nothing. Uh, Birthday's Thursday. All right, happy early birthday, Malik, man. Yes, sir. Oh, RK fam. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey, what's up? Happy birthday, my brother. Uh, Social distancing bottles. Hey, big bottles. (laughs) Hey, man, it's the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, You already know where to find us at. Uh, at ykwrestling.com. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Uh, that's that's about it for now. Uh, and all other you know the other platforms, I don't think other people use, but we there just in case. Uh, go on Teespring, man. We got merch. Go buy a T-shirt. Yes, go sir. buy a hoodie. Go buy a phone case. Something. Something. We broke. You know, <laughs> pandemic. I need to both. Tiny dogs. I, I see what y'all talked about, you know, early on with the with anchor and they uh they they payouts, man. It's yeah, <laughs> it's rough yeah. out here. I'm telling yeah. you, dog. <laughs> you only up like two dollars, man. Can't buy a cheeseburger out here. Hey man, I, I can't. I can't even get. Honestly, I can't. I can't get but a a, a burger and a fries. Like I can't even get cheese on the burger if I was. That's how much you got. <laughs> hey, we got merch, man. Go buy some, man. And uh, guys, man, plug your socials, guys. Bleak.lv Instagram. At Reek Havoc 24. And uh, I'm uh, at TC.Fontaine on IG. Uh, and of course, YK Wrestling everywhere. Uh, and uh, YK Sports 2-3 everywhere. Hey, you know, as I always straight. Get blessed money, not stress money. <laughs> Speak your peace, man. Hate come first, love last. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think that's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He was so on to something with that. <laughs> my, 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 last, my last words come from another uh, philosopher. He's Canadian. Um, he said, I know you ain't about to call Drake on this shit. <clears throat> your neighbors respect you. Oh my Trump god, you angel protect you and heaven accept you. Yeah, <laughs> man, just called it Drake on the show, man. Oh. Take a shot for me. Oh, oh. oh. it's the young kings wrestling podcast we are out come on